Welcome back to the Chasing Tone podcast again with me, Brian Wampler. Hi, Brian. Hi, and my best buddy, Blake Wyland. Hello. Mr. How's Tone everybody Bob. doing today? I don't know. Let's let's ask them. How are you guys doing today? Hey guys, what's up? Oh, really? That Ooh, bad, huh? That's terrible. You should get that checked believe, out. Well, I can't believe your own mother would say that to you. That's. <laughs> I mean, you're her flesh and blood, and she would call you that to your face. I mean, yeah, sure, you haven't had a job in six years, but you know that's that's the economy, man. It's not your fault. Everybody lives in their basement till they're fifty. Everyone. Right? Well, except so, for me. I live on Brian's couch. Exactly. <laughs> Same thing, basically. Right. By the way, your, your sandwich will be in here in just a minute. So. Oh, thanks. Yeah. thanks. So, did you remember sorry. to you remember put the pickles on the side? I don't like it I, when the bread gets I, soggy. Yeah, I did. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I took so long, but uh, oh. I'm hurrying my best I can, the best I can. Okay. Thank so. you. Thank you. I mean, you know, next time when I say I want a sandwich, that means yesterday. Like I want a sandwich. Like don't be dilly dallying around, I, please. I won't. I won't make that mistake again, Mister Wyland. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if only life was could be so wonderful. Right. So, so let me get this out of the way for anyone wondering. It's Wampler, not Wampler. This Wamp- is true. Like swamp, but mm-hmm. Wampler. Yes. So if you so if I if I see you at AM and you're like, I love Wampler pedals, I'm going to know right then that you don't listen to our podcast. Yeah, you know, and, and you won't be getting anything for free. And it's going to be disappointing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, my feelings will be hurt. Your Just feelings? Because, my feelings. Oh, uh, yeah, my feelings, like my tooth feelings, don't right. hurt. Um, yeah. So uh, speaking of uh, podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, every, everyone listening, I need a gigantic favor. Oh yes. Uh, because Blake's podcast slipped up in the ratings ahead of us, and we I can't have that. I'm just way, <laughs> no, too, no. <laughs> way too competitive. So I really need some. There's reviews from last year whenever things were completely, totally different podcast wise. Um, so if 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 you like this podcast at all, please do some sort of written review. Not not like four thousand words. Just like, hey, like the podcast sometimes or something like that Mm -hmm. on on iTunes. That would help us a bunch. It helps people find us. And, uh, you know, it kind of makes it worth it because if like four or five people only listen to this, then you might as well just call us and have a group call, you know, and not, (laughs) it's a party line. Yeah. Not waste the time and doing any MP3 uploading or anything. Right. Which that could be fun too. It could, it could phone calls with listeners. We could try that here. Everybody call Blake's phone right now. I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, hey, I talk to listeners. I've talked to listeners on the phone all the time. Uh, it's a great thing. But uh, you know what? Yeah, just here, I'll give you guys the word-for-word review that you can use. You can use the Chasing Tone podcast. It's almost as good as the Tone Mob podcast, and I left a four-star review for Chasing Tone and a 20-star review for Tone Mob. Does that work? I don't, I don't, think, uh, I don't think that's what I would recommend oh. necessarily. Maybe maybe something like Chasing Tone Podcast is probably the best podcasts, um, you know, that solves all of life's problems. And, and I'm, I'm better off, better looking, <laughs> and I have a better job thanks to the Chasing Tone Podcast. So, something like that would help, you know. At the, at the very least, at the very least, your tone's better because of it. I'm sure of it. If you I put hope. In, anything into practice that, that, that we talk about. 
you you'd be better off for it, right? I mean, we're always right. You and I are <laughs> never wrong, right? I took Blake's advice and I live on my friend's couch too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Right? I, t- I took my buddy's advice. <laughs> my buddy Blake told me I should live on the couch of a pedal builder. So now I live with the Scots. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. So um, to, to kind of totally change the subject away from what we've been talking about. Yes. I, uh, I found something on YouTube that uh, kind of disappointed me. Disappointed you. Tell me more. Well, apparently there's this gigantic culture on mm-hmm. YouTube. I thought we had a big gear culture, but no. There are um, chewing tobacco teams on YouTube. <laughs> uh, if you, we hadn't you, already briefly touched on this, I would call you a liar, but I know that I know that you're not because I looked into this. You I, did look okay, so you have looked into it and you saw that Outlaw Dipper. Is really a channel <laughs> with like 4,000, 400,000 subscribers or something crazy. Yeah, Outlaw Dipper. And, it, and he's like, and here's how you hide your chewing tobacco from your parents. You know, like, and that's got like 4 billion views. And I'm like, oh my gosh, man. So, so what we're going to do, we're going to start a new podcast okay. and, and a new v- video channel about people who play guitar and chew tobacco. Right. So that way, chew tobacco. That way, that way we can capture some of that audience, and uh, you know, still talk about gear. It's a genius idea. It's a good idea. You know, like I was saying earlier, I think I think you're really missing out on a prime opportunity. Um, You could be, you know, with every every Wampler pedal, like you buy a Velvet Fuzz and you get a you get a nice pack of, you know, Skull Wintergreen. Get a, get a, get a five-star dip of chew with your uh, with your with your pedal purchase. Yeah, that's right. Every pedal purchase comes with chew tobacco. You know, no one's done it. I like being the first of things. So mm-hmm. why not? Uh, why not do it? Why not try it? Oh, what, I got what, an what idea. Could go wrong? I got an idea. Here's this is this is gonna one up the chewing tobacco. I tell you, you're, <laughs> okay. you're gonna like this. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm listening. You got so me you know, on the edge of my seat. Well, so you you know you kind of you run a business that dabbles in technology and electronics, so you're familiar sure. with said said things. Sure. Um, well, what are all the kids doing these days? I mean, all of them. They're vaping. So we got to get Wampler vapes, man. Like you need Wampler vape pens. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, you. <laughs> You say that actually, um, it's funny you mention that because I noticed that a while, a while back as well. And I thought, you know what, no one's done that I saw. I don't think anyone's like mass produced a vape in the shape of a guitar pedal. No, and it, you it's know? a natural fit. And uh, the problem is, like, I don't want to contribute to that. You know, like, <laughs> if I, like, if I, if I was, to be honest, if I'm like, screw it, I could make some money this way, then I would be like the first guy to probably make a vape into a guitar pedal so right anybody out there who wants to make a dime there's a market that's wide open for you there you oh, go have, have fun at it but imagine the money that could be made just rehousing big muffs and and ts9s in like and making them vapes you'd make so I, much freaking I, money i think somebody actually was doing that on youtube i think i think that's where i came up with the idea like wow no one's actually done this in a mass way 
It's just some guy that like did a couple on his own, you know? So, uh, here again, we're not going to do that. So please don't contact me with your, you know, don't send me a pedal and a vape gun or whatever, vaporizer, (laughs) whatever, whatever, whatever the device is called. Boy, I'm old, aren't I? Uh, don't, don't send those to me and ask me to do the modification because I'll have to turn you down politely. So what you but, can do instead is just send it my way. I'll do it. I have no issues with this. Like, I'll, I'll rehouse your vape into a euphoria, and I think that's a good fit, you know? Have at it, my friend. Have <laughs> don't, at. Please don't do that. I'm totally to, kidding. To, I will not rehouse your vape for you. Tomovvaporizers.com. <laughs> Tomovvapes.com. <laughs> it's a lifestyle, man. Don't make fun of it. Vaping is a lifestyle, man. <laughs> I I understand some people are really into it. I, t- I that's fine. I mean, like, I would probably prefer that rather than cigarettes. You know, I guess. Right. Um, right. I, I I myself not a big fan of of the uh, of the cigarettes, just because I don't know it's bad for you. And I used to smoke, but I don't now, and it really gave me bad asthma problems. Oh, are you are you backing up a concrete truck? I sure am. <laughs> I just wondered. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got a concrete truck backing it. Just hold on. Just a second. Billy uh Billy's backing it up. There he goes. All okay. right, now safely. <laughs> safely. Okay. Oh, just wondered. <laughs> so Yeah, so so vapes and guitar pedals, wide open market. Huge, huge market. And uh I doubt we'll do it. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's not that cool. I mean, why well, should some? I don't know. To somebody, it is. Everything is cool to somebody. To me, it's just whatever. It's it's astonishing to me. Like a, a lot of those, a lot of the videos surrounding like vaping and all that sort of thing. I mean, that's there's millions of views on some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, of course, you have like the pro guitar shop stuff which has uh, and and chicago music i mean there's there's some there's some channels that get a lot of views yeah but, n- but nothing like that you know what i mean nothing like outlaw dipper here you right know? <laughs> Te- team dip tross you know? <laughs> i don't i'm sorry i don't know why that's so funny to me it 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 just is so outlandish i i had no idea that that was a culture thing like i know a lot of guys that chew and they're not like I'm not. They're not like I'm a proud chewer. I chew because it's America. They just well, like it. they're like yeah. I started chewing when I was a kid, and now I chew. You know that's so. the thing. Like that. There's you know there's a, there's a there's actually a channel Team Diptross, and <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking like what like how do you compete? Like if you're a team, like what do you guys do? To, like do you get do you like see who could spit the farthest or something that's- or. I don't I mean, know. You, are there, are there, uh, you know, are there like championships for chewing tobacco? I don't, I don't know. We're, but anyways, guitar gear. Right. Anyway, yeah, we've went on long enough about that. <laughs> okay, so ten minutes in, let's talk about guitar gear. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got some new pickups this week. You did. I did uh, for a strat for 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 my trusty strat with the with the uh, had the broken neck it now has a new neck. Oh yes, okay. And uh, their Tonal Concepts is the uh, I believe is the name of the company. Nice. And I uh, just got them, so I haven't like put them through all the paces, but so far I really like them. Really dig them. Sweet. Are they like a vintage flavored thing? Or are they a little hotter? What are you thinking there? Um. 
Well, it's it, on this strat. It's it's uh, humbucker, single coil, single coil. Okay. So it's not it's not super vintagey. Probably it's a little bit. Uh, it's a and this kind of contradicts it the the term, but it's warmer, but yet a bit more crispy on the high end. If that hmm. makes sense. Yeah, I think I got you. So, uh, and it has kind of like a blend control too uh, on the on the middle pickup rather than a, a tone control. It's like a blend type of thing where you're blending in. Like if you're on the bridge, I think you're blending in the neck. Mm-hmm. If you're on the neck, you're blending in the bridge. Um, and that's kind of a cool sound too, and it's on right. You're blending in the bridge, or the, you're blending. In, so wait a second, I'm confused. When you're in the neck, you're blending in the middle. Is that right? I believe, if, and I may, I may totally have this wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure when you're on the neck, you're blending in the bridge. Oh. Neck on position one and five. Oh, okay. So, okay. so when you're in position five, neck only, you can blend in the bridge a little bit, and vice versa. If you're gotcha, in position one gotcha. on the bridge, you can blend in a little bit of the neck. I'm following so, you now. Okay. Kind of, kind of a cool change for, uh, for you know, your normal strat. You know. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a, a pretty nifty thing. Very cool. And uh, so far, it's working very good. So I like them. <laughs> three, three thumbs up. Brian's verdict I like him yeah, well, well <laughs> Tarnation By shooting Guard Darn it I like it I like you know? them dad gun pickups And dad mm-hmm. gun pickups Are pretty darn good That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying right there <laughs> Right on man Well Cool So tonal concepts I'll have to check that out I really uh, I dig the idea Behind that I could uh, I love blend controls Something about blends Really Is uh, interesting to me Regardless of what it's on whether it's clean blend or blending two circuits, I just I like the uh, idea of a blend. Me too. Blenders make good milkshakes. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> me too. So, you you got anything for me before I just keep going off? You know, shooting from the hip here. Um. Yeah. I I had a new new gear day recently. Um. Mm-hmm. I got I got some stuff from a company called Electro Fastest. Mm-hmm. Heard of them? Familiar? No, no. They're a um, a, a a company that makes noise devices, and so you know that's going to be right up my alley. Yes. Uh, um, I got the one they call the drone thing, which isn't actually a guitar pedal. It's mm-hmm. it, in a big guitar pedal housing, but it's uh, it's really its own kind of electronic instrument, mm-hmm. where it's got like this series of oscillators. That you can turn, yeah. That you can like turn on and tune to like Mm -hmm. make this big wow, 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 crazy thing. Um, Mm -hmm. So that thing's really fun. So it's a jazz pedal. Yeah, it's totally for jazz. Yeah, (laughs) like jazz musicians. I think BB King used one. You know, actually, (laughs) a lot. Pretty sure. It's it's most known for being featured in the background of Michael Bublé tracks. <laughs> yeah, I thought I heard it. I thought I heard that there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's right up there with their other one I got, which was the uh, the guitar disruptor. Um, I don't even really know where to start with that thing. It's a fuzz with like this. I don't know what the control's doing exactly. Um, it's labeled as the flux control. Flux control. And it just makes the the most scary sounding fuzz noises I've ever heard. So having a lot of fun hmm. with that. And then that uh, that control is actually available to be controlled with an expression pedal, so you can get really crazy. Um, so 
I just uh, tried to explain two pedals that you have to hear to understand. And uh, so, yeah, go check them out. Electrofaustus. It's good stuff. That's, that's good marketing there. I like that. <laughs> I like how you... I mean, if, if you own the company, you, would sh you should be fired because you're basically like, well, it kind of does this thing, but it's pretty hard to describe, but it's cool. <laughs> and that's a, that's about the best I can do. Sorry. <laughs> what's, the, what's, I, the, what's the company good, name again? Uh, Electro Faustus. Ele Electro Faustus? Fa Faustus, like F-A-U-S-T-U-S, I believe. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, crazy company out of New York. They do. They make noise devices, and they're rad. So there you go. Nice. Huh. That's cool. my latest gear stuff. Okay, so then. So my current gear right now. Uh, mm -hmm. I actually. I let me think. Besides my pickups, um, I don't have any new new gear. I did. Uh, I do got a guitar coming from Whitfield. This supposed to be like a totally badass Les Paul replacement. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a little more telly shaped, of course, but uh, the woods and the, the string, de the st what do you call it? The, uh, dimensions from the bridge, the key to the nut, the scale, that the scale. Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you. That was the word I was looking for. Um, yeah, that's all like Les Paulish, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, I'm very excited to try that. Hopefully, I get that at Nam. I'm hoping to get that at Nam here in a week or two. Oh, sweet. Um, let's see. Oh, Nam's in a week. That reminds me, I have to send somebody uh, something. Uh -huh. A couple, a couple <laughs> weeks. I got so. So we're recording this on like June second ish, I think, or so. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, like next week, I'll be um, taking a quick vacation with the family, and then I come back for Gear Fest. Take a two-day break, and then I'm off to uh, Nam for a week. So, well, you know, good luck to your eardrums. Two two shows right in a row. I'm, so, I'm not too jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. This should be fun. Nashville's Nashville's a fun uh, a fun a fun town. You know, especially, oh, I really like Nashville. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, L.A. Nam is cool. It's gigantic. Uh, Nashville and Nam is much more smaller and intimate and everybody mm -hmm. kind of knows everybody. So it's not like LA where like no one knows anyone. <laughs> I mean, and you have you know people I mean? I mean, like walking around in battle armor and stuff. Yeah. It's nothing like that in Nashville. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you really, you don't even see too many cowboy hats, honestly. Um, so yeah, so it's fun. It's just, um, I don't know, man. I look forward to it. I, I like, I like Nash. I like summer Nam. Winter Nam, I tolerate. <laughs> I could tell by the look on your face when I showed up at your booth. You're like, eh. hey, guys. It's just, I mean, you know. It's, it's so uh, overwhelming. It's, it is very overwhelming. And, and there's so many. It's huge. And there's so many different music booths that are all playing different stuff at the same time. That it's just a mass of noise for like mm -hmm. five, four or five straight days, you know. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it, being in a, the world's loudest, most annoying guitar center. Yes, it's very much like that. Mm -hmm. Yep, with flashing lights and stuff. Yes, and with the drums all in the same room with you. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, mercy. Uh, Veritas Guitars and Benson Amps, two local guys to me, were they were in in my opinion, like the war spot for a guitar booth. And they were like right across the aisle from drums. 
But like yeah. direct, it was like, oh, yeah. I went over there and visited. I'm like, I'm sorry, Chris. See you later. I'm out of here. I can't take this. And he's like, okay, yeah. I'm going to be here all day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's like different halls, right? Different separate, you know, it's separated by a wall. So like, yeah, hall A, B, C, D, and E and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then a downstairs basement. But I think hall E, I think, is the one that has the drums in it. So it's a mixture of drums and manufacturers. The way NAM kind of works, though, the new like at, you start out in the basement if it's your first time exhibiting, then you kind of you kind of graduate to moving up to the hall with the drums for a little while mm-hmm. until a spot opens up in the next hall, and you gradually try to move away. Um, can you stay in the basement? Because that was my favorite part. You can. You can stay in there if you want to. Yeah. There's advantages and disadvantages though. So I mean, you know, if um. If you're a gear company and you're really looking to get, uh, you know, the the big distributors and the big retailers, a lot of times you kind of need to move upstairs because mm-hmm. the, the the big buyers don't always hang out in the basement, you know. Right. Um, now that's that's where you know a lot of the cooler newer companies are. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it you know there's advantages and disadvantages to it. It's it's fun to be down there. It's fun to hang out down there, but to actually do business, which is name is actually for manufacturers to meet retailers and distributors and then mm-hmm. you know they buy your product and they make an order so that's what that's the whole idea of nam actually so, really so if, i yeah. thought it was for gear podcasters to come by and hound you for sponsorships it's not what it's for uh that's a side benefit actually oh, okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> all yeah. right well i just thought that's why everyone was there but uh, no, 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 and there are the occasional you know person that comes up. It's like, hey man, I play guitar. You should uh, you know give me some pedals. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, and you were like, so do the rest of my customers. Yeah, you realize <laughs> that that's that's kind of what we do. If I gave mm-hmm. everyone free pedals, then it would be a hobby, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. have a business and be able to be at Nam, right? So it's okay. Your kids, you know what they. There's like free lunch programs and stuff. They'll they'll find some food somewhere. Don't worry I, about it. Just give the guy a pedal. I, I think I've came up with with a new way of, of handling um, and all the gear. All the people who sell gear kind of have like this problem of, uh, and I say problem in a weird way because it's not really like I mean it's cool that people want your stuff, but it is it, you got to we talked about this before. I mean the, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's a time to seek free gear or an endorsement of sorts, and there's a time not to. So, um, <laughs> you know, when you, when you get the blanket emails, it's like, dear TC electronics, I love your stuff. Please consider me as an endorsed artist. But, you know, and it's like cop, it, they sent it to the wrong person. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're not TC electronics. So I we're like, like dear Wampler pedals. We, uh, we love your work. Would you please send me a ditto? Exactly. <laughs> I, I love the diddle looper. Please, 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 con- please consider sending me one. So I like to say, yeah, that's not a problem. Um, I mean, I can't, I can send you some free stuff, but, uh, all I, all I really need in return, I need you guys to actually come to my house and play a party for free for exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, just come on over to my house. If you can bring some food to make dinner for us as well. Right. And, uh, play, play a free gig. And uh, then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll, uh, you know, maybe I can throw a pedal your way or something for, since you're going to help me with exposure. Right, you know? of course. So, you know, that's, uh, I think that's a fair trade. I think you so, know? too. I, I've, I've uh, also seen the guys just simply go, well, absolutely, I'd love to give you a pedal. All you got to do is go right over here to this link and buy one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't do that, but what I can do is I can throw in a free guitar pick whenever you buy the pedal. <laughs> and it's a joke because everybody puts guitar picks on their pedals. Yeah, of course. So, Anyways, yeah. let's go down to the topic, shall we? Now that we're at, you know, 20 minutes in. Sure. What would you like to talk about today, Mr. Mr. Blake? Well, you brought up something rather interesting, which uh, um, somewhat holds true over here, but not for the two stores that come to mind. You were mentioning the fact that many, many, um, you know, mom and, to- mom and pop style uh, music shops, the kind of like the main source of their, their money these days is actually from not from selling guitars but from giving lessons at, at least in the, uh, yeah and and uh, I'm in Indiana of course so um I'm noticing that trend more and more in Indiana it's like they're not they're not really able to compete with like the Sweetwaters and Chicago Music Exchange and you know like like the pro, you know the pro guitar shops and all that sort of thing yeah so um and people aren't really going to this, these small shops to buy that stuff anymore. They're just buying it on Amazon or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they're what I see them doing now, and actually a, a good friend of mine started a store in, in the little town that I live in, and we're talking you know like ten thousand people in this little town. It's not no one buys you know high end gear in this town at all. It's just not that kind of town. Just you. Um, <laughs> we, yeah, I mean it's like it's so weird that we're even there because I mean like. I mean, people like no. Whenever I even tell people what we're do, what we do, they still don't comprehend it. You know, like of course. guitar pedals. What is a guitar pedal? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so anyway, so like yeah. So a friend of mine started a music store, and I was like, okay, you can carry some stuff, but I, I'm just telling you from experience, you're going to sell like three a year here. Um, and but what he started doing is he started actually doing lessons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, guitar lessons and bass lessons and vocal lessons and piano lessons, like all different types of lessons. And, uh, like, he's just killing it. I mean, just he's just so completely busy and making uh, great money doing that. He's hired other instructors to help him out. And, I, you know, and talking to him, to me, that kind of seems like a new the way, the new model of uh, the mom and pop store. Maybe it's not new. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But I, you know. I'm noticing that with some other mom and pops are kind of transitioning away from carrying too much gear and more into lessons and that sort of aspect. Right. No, I, th- I think that very much is, uh, is the case for a lot of stores. Um, around here, I don't know, Portland's a lot different than Indy or, you know, Martinsville. Uh, Portland's got a pretty, pretty hefty music scene. Um, a lot of bands come through here. A lot of bands live here, um, um, or musicians, I should say, and it's just, it's a different scene. So I think that a nice music store actually does not too bad in Portland, and some of them do offer lessons, um, but you know, the two, my, the two I frequent, that's not their thing. They're loaded up with cool vintage guitars and nice pedals and interesting stuff, and that's what keeps them going. Um, there are some other stores around here that do offer more lessons and stuff, and I wouldn't have any idea what their income looks like versus the ones that don't, but uh, I can totally see why that would be a, a necessary thing in certain areas. Because a third of the high school you know, classes 
the guy there's guys in there that want to learn to play guitar to get the girls right so they got to take lessons yeah. at some they got to take lessons <laughs> that, at some point that that never works oh no I it doesn't ever work i don't yeah but don't say that we need more guitar players in this world it oh, totally that, works that's true it works every time. Yes. Like, like every time it works, like at least 70%. So. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, my I can't even tell you. My wife is so happy. She is just thrilled with my guitar habit. That's just, she just absolutely thinks that's the greatest thing. Um, so so. I'm, sure, I'm sure you come home and she's like, I'm so glad you brought yet another pedal home, honey. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah, she says, you know what? I just love that you love guitar pedals. I'm so glad that this is what you do. And I'm like, I know, right? I could be vaping. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I could be vaping or, you know, I could be on a, on a dipping team. That's you know, right. One or the other. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, going back to that, I, I, can, I think that makes a lot of sense. And it's probably a smart business model because I, I have an inclination that there's a, a lot more – uh, parents willing to buy their kid a cheap guitar and pay twenty, thirty dollars a lesson, than to buy them, you know, a two hundred dollar pedal every month or something. So it makes sense. Could be, and I think it depends on the area too. I mean, like I said, in, in the area I'm at, the idea of buying a two hundred dollar pedal is pretty foreign to a lot of the musicians. I mean, really. I mean, there's still um, there's still an enormous amount of people that. Are using like old multi effects units, you know, mm-hmm. like from like ten years ago, right? And uh, or even like old pods or something. Like that's just fine. You're like, you ever heard of a fractal? And they're like, who? A what? <laughs> that sounds What's like it? a. You have to, if you got a fractal, you might want to go to the hospital and get it set. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're just. It's just totally. Um, it, it's not really anything that anyone's into. I mean, not, I can't say anyone. There are some people that are into it, but nothing like out there in Portland or Nashville or I mean, I mean, other areas that are uh, cooler than Martinsville, Indiana. <laughs> right. You but you mean? guys, you guys have a chili and a Walmart though, so you're doing all right. We do have a Chili's and a Walmart. Yep, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Recently, um, recently they put in a Starbucks. That that helps. Ooh, yeah. boy, getting classy. Yeah. Uh, you know the funny thing that that's the only coffee shop in town. Seriously, that's the only coffee shop in town. Really, others have tried and have failed because people like, and that's like the cool hangout. Like it's busy, it is packed all day long, every day. It's ridiculous. That's the that's fascinating because in my town, uh, I don't know what the population is in my town. It's a lot more than ten thousand because I don't live direct in Portland proper, but uh, right. There's, let me count just the ones I can think. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 that I can think of. And I'm, there's probably more. And my town is not that big. It's, it's wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And they're all doing pretty good. <laughs> huh. You know what we should start doing is offering free coffee with guitar, guitar pedals. Oh, you send a, a – you know, somebody's doing something like that, aren't they? They send like a, a bag of, of like nice coffee or something. I think, I think JHS was. I think JHS was doing – I don't know if they did that like – maybe that was just like a Christmas thing. I don't know. Seems like they did that for a while. 
It seems like somebody's doing that, or maybe with pedal board or something. I don't know. We're getting off off track with the well, coffee. I'm, thing. I'm just I'm just riffing here with uh, you know trying to trying to make a living as selling pedals. You know what I mean? So I mm-hmm. mean, uh, no one's tapped into the craft brew market and tying that in with guitar pedals yet. You know, maybe uh, you could make a, a bottle that's shaped like a guitar pedal. That's an option. Oh, look at that. A big muff that's a growler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would totally buy that if I seen it. Just saying. I'm telling you. Would you? Yeah, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, if nothing else, just to have it on your shelf, that would look cool. Be that great. would. There you go, Mike Matthews. If you're listening, there's a, there's a new product for you. All we want is 10% royalty. That's all we're asking. That's all we're asking. You can make a payable <laughs> to the Chase and Tone podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. I don't know where we were going with any of this. We started talking about like um, how music stores make money, and we went into how many coffee shops their town has. So, you know, I think it's, I think I think it's just um, kind of contrasting the differences in towns, like where maybe uh, where maybe um, um, music stores do sell more gear and music stores don't sell that much gear. And it corresponds with the amount of coffee consumed in said town. Yes, exactly. I think that's, that's the trick. If you're going to start a pedal company, you need to find a town where there's a lot of coffee shops, right? I, you know what, as, as stupid as that sounds, I don't think that that's a very bad idea at all. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm coming, I'm helping. I'm That's trying a- to help my fellow <laughs> pedal builders here. So why don't you move to Portland and we'll fix this whole thing? Portland's way too cold and there's no beach. Cold? Yeah. Cold. It can't be colder than where you're at, especially during the wintertime. It's going to be freezing over there. I hate it here in the winter. I, I like it here from like June to August. Oh, uh, it's-, it's too hot in Portland from June to August. <laughs> oh, it's hot here too. I just like it when it's hot. Oh. Oh. Some like it hot and some sweat. <laughs> oh, I know something. This is more. Let's try to steer this ship correctly. Um, sure. I had a guy. Uh, he wanted me to tell you something. Um, mm-hmm. Now's your chance. Yep. It's the only chance I'm going to get. Uh, uh, Josh Hopkins uh, messaged me on Instagram, and he said to tell you, that the Euphoria is one of the most stupidly underrated pedals of all time. So, there you go. I've relayed the message. Uh, that's when I kind of like raise my eyebrow and I'm like, thanks? That's, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He thinks, it doesn't, you, he thinks it doesn't get enough praise. It, it what, may not. I mean, let's be honest here. The Euphoria started out as the Ecstasy, right? Yeah, and he, sa- he said that. He said yeah. Ecstasy slash Euphoria. Yeah, so, you know, first of all, stupid marketing on my part. Bad idea to name uh, a, a pedal Ecstasy that had nothing to do with the guitar amp named Ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Um, second bad idea, not trademarking it. And uh, third bad idea is um, making it ugly. Uh, what do you call the color of that? I, yeah. Ug- ugly moss green? It, it's... It's not. It's not as bad as you're making it out to be. I don't mind the color. I. I think. I. I mean. There. You can. You can see a shift in our pedals where. I mean, they. They all started out as labels, right? Because. Mm-hmm. I mean, at at the time I started, like no one was doing UV printing. I mean, you, you you could get some stuff screen printed, but that you know basically, 
pretty much you're doing one color and mm -hmm. you know it was just a lot more labor intensive and so i was doing a sticker thing and then so when we did start doing uv printing it kind of carried over what graphics we had there which weren't good because it, that was me and like uh you know paint shop pro which is not even photoshop and i was just like huh i need to find me a font let me look through Microsoft Word here and find me a good font to use. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, so, I mean, you know, not, not I'm just graphic, graphic artistry is not my thing at all. So, hire, hiring Jason Wilding. And so you can see uh, as he's doing the designs, like the latitude, the, uh, uh, what's a, the tumness, the, mm -hmm. uh, basically all the new stuff we've done the past couple of years. Right. You Did can, you do you the can, velvet? Uh, actually, Pro Guitar, Pro Guitar Shop did the velvet. Oh, well, it looks great. Mm -hmm. Nice job, guys. Yeah, it looks good. So mm -hmm. we, we kind of we collaborated on it a bit. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're the ones that did the final design on it. And mm -hmm. I was like, I like that direction. So we kind of, we sort of not really like carried that theme through. But we're like, I like how the background velvet is kind of a matte finish compared mm -hmm. to the glossy finish. So let's do some more stuff like that within our graphics, you know. Um, and so, you know, so now I think... Maybe in the, maybe in the coming years, I'm like I'm, I've been looking at a lot of paint colors, thinking, you know what? Maybe we should like revisit how we're painting this stuff. Everything's everything's all sparkly, and I, maybe that's our identity. I don't know. Maybe our maybe our identity is supposed to look like teenage lip gloss. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when I think Wampler, I think teenage lip gloss. <laughs> So, but I mean, I, I do, I do, you know, I would like to do, I would like to change colors for everything and graphics for everything. And, but that's, that's really like my ADD where, you know, everyone, for example, everyone asks, what's your favorite pedal? And I'm like, uh, nothing on the line. It's probably what I'm working on the breadboard right now, you mm -hmm. know, because I build something and I move on, build something and I move on, you know, um, I don't know. So yeah, I, I'm open. I'm completely open to suggestions, though. Like color, you know, what what well, I'd like to hear what people's opinions are of of our current schemes, our current uh, pet, you know, colors, mm -hmm. Na names of pedals has been a big hot topic lately, hasn't it, Mister Blake? It sure has. Woo, it uh, sure has. You know, so um, I think uh, I, I kind of feel like the teenage kid that's getting ready to get out of high school and trying to figure out what he's going to do with his life. <laughs> Well, I watched this video that Brian Wampler put out that said, now's the time to take risks. So I think that's what you ought to do. So what you're saying is I should uh, start copying everybody else's pedal. I'm going to make everything look like Earthquakers from now on. <laughs> Earthquakers look pretty pretty cool. They're, so. they, are pretty, they are pretty cool. They are pretty uh, cool. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's something that, that uh, is a, it's a big point of contention for me. I really... Like with pedal graphics, I put a lot of thought into anything that I've been involved in um, to the point where it takes way too long to put stuff out sometimes because I'm just like, mm, no, that's just not it. Right. You know, yeah. um, but yeah. to me, it's it's worth it in the end because then you never have to deal with it again. <laughs> you know, it's like, yep, that looks good. Like I spent nine months trying to get it to look right, but now it looks good. So there we go. Uh, and I think it always ends up being worth the, the time spent. And I'm, it kind of goes back to a process. I mean, you got Jason who's good at that kind of stuff. So this helps, but I don't know if he works this way or not, but with me, when I'm working on that kind of stuff, 
eventually I hit a wall. And we've talked about the wall before. And I got to walk away. And it right. always is for the better when I come back to it. Always. So. Yeah, I can understand that. So with that, Blake, let's wrap up this week's episode. Okay. Because uh, I actually, uh, I'm, I, I'm in my mobile office right now. And uh, I, I, I got to go eat dinner. Your pick em up truck. I'm my pick em up truck. That's right. And if, you're, and if you're on my Snapchat, you saw a picture of my pick em up truck. Right. What kind, of pick up, what kind of pick em up truck are you driving, Brian? I don't know. Uh, this, <laughs> this is a, a Chevy something or other. Well, good not man. A, At least you ain't driving uh, one of them FOMOCO things, let me tell you. I'm not, a, I'm, not a, I'm not a big automobile person, unless it comes like hot rods. I love old Camaros and old Mustangs. Ooh, I got but, a picture for you. Yeah, but as far as, as, far as what I drive, it's, it's a four-wheel drive truck because I'm compensating. And <laughs> um, no, honestly, because it snows so much in Indiana, you pretty much have to have uh, four-wheel drive whenever you drive a lot, not drive a lot. So mm-hmm. just part of the gig. So anyways, everyone wanted what, to know that. Yes, I'm glad yes, I brought it up. Um, yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you for uh, bringing up my uh, Chevy with, with the 350 uh, dual overhead cam short throw dipstick in it. <laughs> got to have the short throw dipstick in, it, dipstick in it for weight reduction. Yep, sure. Uh, yes, sir. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's a C1500. The C stands for cool. Um, <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm, I could drag this out, but I'm, I'm done. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got to end this thing or I'm not going to eat dinner. Mm-hmm. So everybody watching? Everybody, you're not watching, I promise. Um, everybody, <laughs> everybody listening. Once again, please go to iTunes, leave a review, uh, preferably a written review, not just uh, a star clicky on Right, um, but maybe not on this episode, because this wasn't one of our finest moments, I don't think. Review the rest of them. Yeah, yeah maybe review the rest before, before you put in a good review. Um, uh, d- don't do anything for that Tone Mob podcast, because he's, going, he's ahead of me in the ratings, and I'm trying to beat him. I'm trying to beat him. <sighs> Ah, uh, tone mob guy. He's an idiot. Anyway. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we'll catch everyone next week. If you have any comments or questions, you can send it to either Blake or I, podcast at com, and whatever your email address is. I Info forget. at tonemob.com. Sure, Info. whatever. Yep. Yeah, whatever. So, all right. Have a good week, man. We'll see everyone later. We'll talk to everyone later. Later. Later, Hosen.